You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Welcome into At The Podium, Episode 7. I am your host, Michael Kist. This is all powered by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Look, I don't like losing, same as you guys, but it's important to understand the how and the why of what happened in this loss to the Carolina Panthers, which is why I find these press conferences so useful. That said, the lineup for this show is Doug Peterson's presser directly after the game, followed by Carson Wentz today, and then Doug Peterson from today that I'm sure you saw quotes from all over your timeline if you're on the Twitter machine. They were pretty hard to avoid. Doug talked about the Eagles forcing or pressing, and there's a lot of merit to that. Guys trying to make plays outside of what their responsibility is. And we talked on the Kisten Solak recap show about Carson Wentz occasionally devolving into hero ball, but it's not limited to him. It's a team issue too, which unfortunately doesn't make it better, and it's something that the coaching staff will have to stress with the mantra being similar to Bill Belichick's staple, quote-unquote, do your job. There's plenty more in these, including Doug Peterson getting defensive over a question about play calling, so give it a listen, as painful as it is. Let's get to it. Well, um, quite frankly, it just, uh, you know, we didn't make enough plays offensively, defensively in the second half. You know, we uh, we had opportunities to get off the field. Defensively, we didn't. We had opportunities to stay on the field offensively, and we didn't. And so, you know, it's something we just got to take a look at. Uh, we got to get, you know, there there were some positive things, obviously, but but those are areas that uh, have have hurt us in a couple of games, you know, this season already. They just made more plays. Nothing changed. Same guys, same same people out there. They just made more plays than we did. So really, schematically, nothing changed. Um, uh, you know, just we just didn't make enough in the second half of this game. Once you get down there on the final possession on the pass interference play, Wendell go for about eight yards. Can you take us through the, the thought process there on the, the play call? What are you trying to do there? Are you just get in the end zone, get the first down? What's well, we had to get in the end zone, you know, to win the game. Um, and, and our thought there was, you know, give, give Carson a, a, a pass and audible to, you know, give him a run. So if they play a certain defense, we could get to the run and we were able to do that and we got positive yards and then get right back on the ball and, and go, go tempo a little bit right there and, and, uh, and 
try to get the first down, still had timeouts, you know, so we still had a lot of options available to us uh, with the amount of time and timeouts in the, in the game. So trying to get the first down, but ultimately trying to get in the end zone. Well, the fourth and 10 conversion they had, what did you see? Um, <clears throat> felt like that, uh, I believe it was Jalen at the time, may have may have slipped, may have fell down and just, Tory was was standing right there, wide open. We were real close to getting to getting to Cam and getting him on the ground at the time, and and uh, you know we were we were just a step behind. At 17-14, went three and out offensively. There, what sputtered? Um, we we didn't we didn't execute. You know we uh, uh, just 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 broke down. You know, and, and we can't have that. And and those are things that uh, our guys pride themselves on. You know, whether it's. You know, I look at the. I'll go back and look at you know the couple of calls, play calls there, see if I can do a little better there, help our team out there. And um, we had an opportunity on the third down. Alshon, uh, twenty-four. You know, Bradbury for them came back and really recovered well. Alshon was wide open, and, and twenty-four just came back and just got a hand in there late and knocked the ball away. Or otherwise, we're on the field at that point too. What was the message to the team after a collapse like this? Well, the message is that. Uh, um, you know, quite frankly, and I told him, I says, you know, we, we have to learn from these. These these are these are things. These are these are games that that galvanize football teams, and and this is going to do that. This is going to bring us even closer together. Um, basically, told him that hey, um, pressure's off of us. Nobody on the outside world to giving us a chance to do much of anything, and pressure's off, so we can go play, have fun, and, and just relax. And 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 a lot of football ahead too. You know, we we still have. Uh, a bunch of games, and, and still anything's possible, anything can happen, and, and you know, we, we still treat it as one week at a time. You guys lost the game earlier this season where you were ahead 17-3 to in the second half. What did you not learn from that one? I mean, is, or is there some kind of connective thread there between what happened in Nashville and what's happened here? Well, 4th um, and 15, 4th and 10. We just got to go look at those two plays, and that's probably the answer. So we've got to, you know, as, as players and coaches, make sure that, that we're putting our guys in position. And then secondly, we got to execute the play. Flat out, this, this, is a, this is a player's game, right? Players have to make plays. And, and uh, um, you know, we try to, as coaches, we put them in possession to be successful. And and uh, so we got to evaluate that and, and just coach better and play better. Is working on a way to close out games something you'll be looking to work on, say, this week? Well, I think we're going to be working on a lot of things, um, but that's one of them. You know, we talk about finishing all the time, and it just doesn't mean, you know, the first half of games. we got to finish the second half, too. Are there players making adjustments that uh, you're not adjusting to? No. No, I mean, Carolina, um, you know, just, just stuck to their game plan. Um, you know, nothing we didn't expect. Um, so, no. The way Carson played, Well, I thought overall, you know, um, pretty good. I think his numbers were decent. I haven't looked at the, the actual stat deal, but you know, bottom line is we lost, and and so it's not a not an individual sport. Uh, he's part of it, obviously, and uh, did some good things. And uh, we'll, we'll we got to take a look at the whole the whole pie right now. What do you mean by the pressure's off? Well, number one, I think I think uh, Sal, you know, no one has really given us a chance anyway. Um, whether we're putting pressure on ourselves to perform, um, you know, to play, 
whatever it is, you know, live up to a certain expectation. I think, I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's that point where, where, you know, I, I think that, that no one has given us that type of, you know, maybe with the amount of injuries or, or whatever, it, whatever it is, giving us much credit, you know, uh, going into games. And, and I think sometimes we, 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 we force issues, you know, we, uh, we try to press just a little bit instead of just, you know, we don't have to go searching for plays. We just, when the plays come, we just make, let's just make the plays that come to us. And, and right now we're not doing that. So I think that, uh, I think that's the pressure that's, that's off of us. And we just, we just have to get back to playing and, and, uh, executing better. Just to be clear though, are you saying that the, the players are feeling pressure to live up to what you guys accomplished last year? No, I don't think so. I, I just think that uh, each week, and this is something I've talked about all season, is is when we talk about embracing something, it's a choice, and and we know that we get everybody's best every week, and and uh, you know it's a good football team. You know, Carolina's a, a playoff caliber team. They were in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. It's a good football team, and and we know that uh, you know we we don't use um, we don't use injury, we don't use whatever it might be as an excuse not to not to perform, and and so. Um, you know, sometimes I think players, coaches just put just put added pressure when they don't have to. You know, and and that's something that we've got to uh, we've got to you know starts with me there and and just making sure that we're doing everything even during the week, uh, getting ourselves in positions to uh, to win games. So as a follow up to that, you're still the defending Super Bowl champs. I mean, that doesn't change. Right. At, at three and four, do you really think that pressure is off you guys? No, it won't be, but but it doesn't have to come from us. You know, it doesn't have to come, you know, there's enough pressure. Just the game itself brings its own sort of pressure. We don't have to go force anything. We don't have to go, um, you know, go, like I said earlier, you don't have to go looking for plays. Let the plays come to you and then make them when they come, and, and, and that's where we're at. Doug, as a, as a play caller real quick, uh, when you see the momentum shift like it did drastically, are, are you aware of that? You mentioned it's a player's game. But do you feel the need to kind of fuel things uh, when you see the momentum change? Yeah, I mean, you, you feel it and you sense it. I, I don't think it necessarily has to get you out of your rhythm offensively because I, I thought we were doing some good things. You know, even, even in the run game, RPOs, play action pass, you know, uh, uh, some of the things that uh, we were able to take advantage of. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I didn't feel like I had to get ultra aggressive or, or anything like that just because the tide was sort of – changing just a little bit there in a second half. Okay. All right. I mean, we had chances to win there at the end. Um, offensively, we had a chance to seal the deal with the drive before, really the two drives before. Um, we just didn't do it. So, you know, when you're on the field at the end like that with a shot, um, ball's in your hand and, and you don't win, it's frustrating. Carson, why do you think the offense wasn't as productive in the second half as it was in the first? Yeah, you know, it's hard to say. Um, it's a culmination of things. you got to go back and watch the tape. But... Um, yeah, I mean, that's just not a way f for us to, to finish a game. You know, I thought we were um, moving the ball well, you know, early, kind of kind of did some things well that, that we know we're capable of, and then uh, almost just seemed like we let off the gas uh, as an offense and uh, just stopped making plays. How do you guys recover from a loss like this? I mean, you had a similar loss against Tennessee a couple weeks ago, and now this one. I mean, how do you guys keep it from spiraling? Yeah, I mean, you just isolate this game in this week and then move on to the next. You know, you learn from it. Um, you know, I could sound like a broken record every time we lose up here, but it's, it's on to the next. You know, there's no time to feel sorry for yourself. There's no time to be, be pissed about it. Um, you know, you, you got to learn from it quick and, and bounce back next week. 
What did you see on those final two plays? Um, yeah, I mean, I, this, the fourth down, uh, I saw Alshon open uh, across the middle late, and as I stepped up, tried to try to make the throw, uh, got hit, and the ball came out. And on uh, the play before, I just tried to force one in there that I probably shouldn't have. On the interception, I was saying that they, in the fourth quarter, like, kind of like all of a sudden they were blowing up plays that they didn't have their defense was. Um, was that uh, just something that kind of caught you off guard? Do you think it was just because you kind of let off the gas a little bit? Yeah, like I said earlier, it's really hard to say right now. Um, we got to watch the tape and see what, uh, where our errors kind of were. Um, but I know later in the game we didn't stay ahead of the chains well um, and resulted in some tough third downs that uh, we just weren't able to stay on the field. What happened on that inter- interception that was overruled at the end of the game? Yeah, I mean, that was just a miscommunication on Zach and my part. You know, we got to get that ironed out, and uh, we will. Yeah, I mean, obviously extremely frustrated about this game and um, just really just praying, uh, praying just to, to ease my mind, ease my heart uh, going forward. You guys have had some stretches this year where you guys have really gotten rolling and, and it looks like you've kind of turned a corner and then it just kind of, you know, you hit that wall. Um, what is it going to take to get that consistency back? Um, that's a good question. You know, we're going to find out what we're made of now uh, going forward. I feel like we said that two weeks ago, uh, saying it again. You know, we're at, you know, make or break time almost, uh, so to speak. But, um, yeah, it's hard to say exactly what it's going to, what it's going to take. Uh, but, again, we, we know what we can do. Uh, we, we do it, you know, here and there in some weeks. But uh, we just got to put it all together. Throw to Alshon, you mentioned in the end zone uh, that maybe you shouldn't have done that. Was was there another read to get to, or maybe you should have just taken off and scrambled? What was kind of going through your head as you look back on yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I was just trying to give him a, give him a shot uh, to make a play. I got to get the ball up higher if I'm going to do that. And um, again, I got to see the tape. There might have been another guy open. As closing out games um, become a problem for you guys, or is it something that you all can just work on in practice or work on, you know, next game out? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you. Know, work on closing out games, so to speak, in practice, but um, it's something that we got to do. You know, without a doubt, it's something uh, I thought we did well last year. Um, I think we've shown that we can do it, um, but really offensively, you know, we got to we got to look hard at, hard in the mirror, myself included. Uh, and know late in games, uh, we got to be better. The message from Doug East of Boss is that the pressure is off you guys now. Have you guys felt that with pressure in the Super Bowl? I mean, you know, I think this town, the way I carry myself, the way uh, really everyone in that locker, uh, we put high expectations on ourselves every week. You know, whether we are seven and nine my rookie year, we were, you know, on that hot stretch last year, it doesn't matter. You know, I think we put uh, high expectations on ourselves to go out, and my approach will never change, uh, win or lose, on to the next week, and uh, that's the way I'm going to approach it. Thanks, sir. Thanks, guys. Afternoon. How are we doing? Good. Boy, I didn't even look at you. After spending the offseason talking about embracing the positive and the new normal, why is the message now the pressure's off and, and people are counting you in? Yeah, I think, I think what you have to understand is I was asked a question about, uh, you know, the locker room and, and what how I address the football team. And part of that was just saying that, you know, listen, no one gives us a rat's you know, winning or losing, they just, they don't, they don't, they've kind of written us off, so to speak. And so from that standpoint, yeah, there's probably the pressure should be off. We shouldn't have any pressure going into football games, even though, listen, every game, don't misunderstand. There's pressure with every football game. Okay. Pressure to win. There's there's all of that. 
sometimes sometimes players coaches teams put pressure on themselves when they don't have to you know what i mean to make a play i talk to this team a lot about you know you don't have to go looking for plays there's enough out there plays are going to come to you and when they come to you make the play in the game you know um, i believe you know carolina had 58 or 9 plays in the game right so you don't have to make them all. It's like we talk to the quarterback all the time. Don't you don't have to go make every play. Let the offense work. So I think sometimes we we put that added added pressure on top of us, you know. And and sometimes that can that can affect you know the way guys play. And and uh, so that's just been my message to the team, you know, particularly after the game. So that was the question that was asked, and that was just part of that message. So why do you think guys are doing that? I think guys want to perform. They want to play well, you know. Um, they're professionals. Uh, there's an expectation. There's, there's, uh, you know, uh, I talk a lot about, you know, holding guys accountable. And, and so, and, and we've got some new faces out there, you know, um, and, and I think that's, that's all part of the, all part of the process. And, and uh, I just wanted to re- uh, reiterate to the team that, that you don't have to do that. You just go, go play, relax, have fun. You know, again, as we talked about, there's there's enough pressure in these games to perform, to coach, to win. You know, it's hard. It's hard to win games. You know, um, and and we do everything we can to do that. Did you see Carson maybe try to do too much on those last couple drives, uh, uh, trying to make a play when maybe there was a better play there? Well, I think I think again that's that's uh, that's a quarterback's nature um, is to try to make the play. I know this. I want the ball in Carson's hands at the end of the game. I want him having control of, of helping us win a football game and then and then the guys doing their job. So um, we're going to continue to work through it. We're going to continue to coach and teach and, and instruct. But at the end of the day, you know, I want the ball in his hands uh, to help us win a game. Well, at the end of the third quarter, you have a three-score lead. Uh, the rest of the way, the other team averages almost nine points a snap, nine yards a snap, sorry. Correct. Uh, is that a problem with scheme or personnel? Um, you know, I, I, I look at it and it's 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 not it's not either really. It's I mean you look at personnel and you go, okay, is it lack of pass rush? Well, no, we still put pressure on Cam. Is it is it uh, maybe we can uh, tackle a little bit better? You know, in the back end, I think I think sometimes we we allow too many yards after contact. I think there's some of that involved. I think guys have to understand situations of the, the, where we are in the game and and uh, the timing of it and the score and you know there's a lot of things I talk about situational ball all the time with the football team and understanding that and and uh, playing for 60 minutes and finishing and and uh, we just we just didn't do that yesterday and offense you know I mean yeah you could maybe sit here and point the finger at the defense but but the offense had a chance to win the game at the end and didn't uh, special teams we missed a field goal early in the game difference of the football game so there's enough to go around that I think we can all we can all look at and, and get better from what do you think is missing from the offense from a personnel standpoint I, I mean you look, look at the stats I mean if, if you're if you're talking about the running game I mean a lot of our runs are RPO runs there's there's throws mixed in I, I think yesterday I mean you're, you're talking about a big physical powerful Carolina defense okay Tough team to run the football against anyway. Um, and so, but yet we, we came out with, you know, 300-plus yards passing and very efficient there and, and, and took advantage of some things in the passing game. So, 
you know, I, I, I think we're, we're, you know, we're, we're right where we need to be from the standpoint of, of personnel. We just, again, it goes back. We got to make sure that we win the game during the week, right? If you win the game on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, chances are you're going to win the game on, on Sunday. And so that's where it starts. It begins with our preparation. So, um, you know, we had opportunity. I mean, you look at Alshon had a, had a tremendous game. Zach had a tremendous game passing down the, down the field. Of course, Carson, um, you know, the running game, we were just a little off up front, you know, missed a couple double teams. There's, you know, those two dudes are about 700 pounds in there. So, you know, those are big guys trying to get out of the way. So, you know, credit them too. And Keekley's a smart guy. He ran behind some blocks. He's fast. He tackled us for loss. I mean, those are all things that you're you're going up against when you're when you're talking about you know a team like Carolina. Okay, in the first half, do you feel like that you, know, you weren't aggressive enough? You had the ball with your own four two ten left and ran the ball three times and burned a minute off the clock. No, no, we had a ten point lead at that time, and I believe we even uh, we had the long screen. Yeah. Came back. So. Yeah, we had the screen and we were out past the 50. And then at that point, we were going to go score. So when that penalty put us back just a little bit, um, you know, you're back behind uh, in the field position with, with a long way to go at that time. So I felt like we were, we were okay in that, in that situation. What about the ball when you got the ball back up? You can, hey, listen, we can sit here in hindsight 2020. I did what I did. No, I mean, in terms of throwing the ball downfield, um, a lot in of the first passes. No, 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 no. Second half, when you guys get the ball up, you guys were – 17-6, you got the ball back. And then, of course, when you got the ball back at 17-14, there were a lot of passes that were short. Take out the two-minute drive, and I had three runs, six passes. I called three runs, two of them were RPOs, and they were completed. Mm-hmm. Okay? Kept the clock running. Positive gains. So I, I called three runs, six passes to break it down. Yeah. So Carson's at a point I completed uh, 23 of 27 passes for 10.4 yards per attempt. And after that, the yards per attempt dropped drastically. Did you feel like the balls are, you know, so you're, you're saying more opportunities down? You're the saying field. I should have thrown the ball down the field. I'm not saying anything. I'm wondering if you felt you should have thrown the ball more down the field. No. Okay. Did you feel like your defense got gassed? Third, third down, um, it was we were talking about this morning, the third and two on the last possession. Was that the was that call another like a pass run thing? That that was not. No. Okay. That was a straight pass. Doug, did you feel like the defense wore down? Yeah, it was a pass. Defense wore down in the fourth quarter. Did you sense that looking at the film? I didn't sense that at all. No, looking back on it today, I didn't. I didn't feel that at all. Doug, we talk about finishing games uh, a lot. Is there something tangible to that, or is that more of, like you said, you got to win the week, and that shows up on Sunday? Is there? Well, it's tangible from the standpoint. I think you do that in practice during the week. Um, make every play during during practice. If you're going to make a mistake, make it during the week so that you can get it corrected. And then the next day, if you given that opportunity again, you can finish that play. You make the right, you know, you make the right decision in practice, and then, and then you learn how to finish. And these are all parts of, I think, things that, uh, you know, as coaches, we try to put our players through situations. That's why you go through OTAs. That's why you do a training camp, and you get into games, and you try to, um, you know, yeah, you're trying to play for this full sixty minutes. I mean, that's 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 without. A doubt. I think everybody can agree to that. And 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 when you don't, you, you look at I got to look at myself, and then we all have to look in the mirror and say, Hey, what could I have done to prevent, you know, this type of this type of loss? Doug, in terms of that messaging of the pressure is off is very similar to what you guys 
had last year, us versus them, the underdogs. Was that a mindset at all that you want to have brought back, that you want what worked last year back with this team? Well, I think a part of it uh, can be that. Um, I think I think it's a it's an important part of kind of where we are, kind of the identity of the football team. I, I think too the other thing is, and and I was talking with Dave Spadaro this morning about it. Is listen, when you win games, this we're not talking about this stuff because winning winning cures everything, right? Winning cures at, well, we're not winning, so now everything's exposed. So now we're going to sit here and scrutinize every little thing when these things were not being, you know, we were actually making these plays a year ago. You know what I'm saying? So so now we're going to sit here and, and, and scrutinize everything and point the finger and point the blame game and, and do all of that when, quite frankly, you know, yeah, we can go back and, and, and use that as, as fuel, as emotion, but it's a different team, different year. We're in this situation. We've kind of dug ourselves in a little bit of a hole. And, and the, 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 the great thing about where we are is we still control our division, right? We still have we still have games in our division ahead of us, um, and and quite you know we got what nine games left. So there's just a lot of a lot of ball, a lot of football, and a lot of things can happen. We got a break coming up after an important game this week. Got a break, you know. Hopefully we get some guys healthy second half of the season, and and you know we'll see see where we're at. So in terms of uh, closing out games and the the run pass ratio that's that's being discussed. Um, is there anything to uh, maybe not fully trusting your ground game? In other words, up 17 nothing instead of, you know, grinding it out and, uh, and winding down the clock, you know, you kind of went in the other direction. I mean, are you trusting your ground game? I'm trusting it. I'm trusting the, it. Do you have the personnel to, yes. to do it? Yeah, we do. We do. Then we how do. come that wasn't the approach? Let me ask you to block 700-pound men sometimes. I mean, it's not because of lack of effort. It's not because of scheme. It's it's it, listen. They get paid over there. They being the defense get paid a lot, Carolina, to to make plays on us. And and when it breaks down, it breaks down. We, you know, you run the ball on first and ten, and you lose two. You're second and twelve. Next thing you know, you okay, you go a little RPO pass or a play action pass. You get sacked. You're third and eighteen. Okay, I mean, you know, those are all breakdowns that we need to correct and we need to fix. So it's not that uh, I lose confidence in a run game. It's not that at all. Um, I got a lot of confidence in the run game. I got a lot of confidence in that in that O line room. Those guys are good, really good, and they're talented. And the backs are talented. And and you know it's it's uh, it's still an aggressive mentality when I run, and it's still aggressive mentality when I throw. And it's always going to maintain that. We're always going to maintain that aggressiveness. And and I have no lack of confidence whatsoever um, in our run game. When you said you don't want your players to put extra pressure on themselves, what else can you do aside from tell them that? What else can you do to prevent that? Because as losses pile up, you naturally would think they'd press a little more. Yeah, probably right. What else can you do? You just got to keep talking. You got to keep fighting. You got to keep got to keep battling through it man it's it's a it's it's uh sometimes human nature is going to say we got to do more when less is better and and maybe that's where we're at maybe maybe we got to scale back just a little bit you know maybe um it's just i'm just brainstorming here but maybe offensively we scale back the amount of plays we have in maybe uh you know i scale back in practice whatever i can to keep the guys fresh and energized and jazzed you know going into games um those are all things I got to assess in the next couple of days. When we talk about the pressure, so I was wondering, how do you think you're handling 
From you guys? Great. I mean, listen, I got so much confidence in this football team. You don't understand. We're, I got, listen, we're losing games by just a couple of plays. Okay. We lost the Tennessee game, fourth and 15. We lost yesterday. You could say, you could say the fourth and 10 play. You can almost say the last couple of plays of the game, right? It's coming down to like two, three plays. And, and we're sitting here at, at, at five and two, you know, instead of three and four. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're only talking about a couple of plays and this thing's different. We're talking a whole nother another deal. So this team, I got so much confidence in this football team and this coaching staff that we're going to get this fixed. Just to follow up, because this has been a topic that's been kind of discussed all year. There's outside speculation uh, from people that are not within the franchise's inner circle that with the departure of Coach Reich and Filippo, uh, they're wondering the effect of that on decision-making in Listen, game. Listen, I've addressed that, and I'm not going to address it anymore. I'm done with that one. Do you think there were enough blitzes down in the last two drives uh, from the defense? None of there weren't there weren't any call blitzes. Yeah. Are you listen? Um, is it going to change the outcome of the game? I don't know. I mean, you can blitz all you want, but it, you still got to cover down. You you still got, you know, it's. I mean, we're sitting here again. I mean, you're asking me, should I run the ball more? Should we blitz more? I mean, what, what do you want me to, you know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy. The previous drive, um, Jim had blitzed twice, and both were incomplete passes. It seemed like it had been working early in the game as well. I'm just wondering, it was too much for it. It felt like it was too much of the four-man rush because nothing was working. It wasn't working clearly, right? So maybe switch yeah. it up Yeah, and, and this is something Jim and I, we'll, we'll address it. We'll talk about it later in today. Why is that crazy? Last one, please. What's that? Why is it crazy to ask if you should run the ball more or if the, the defense should blitz more? Why is that? Why do you, why do you well, I mean, now you're getting, into, you're getting into game plan stuff and you're getting into scheme and you guys aren't in there watching the tape like we are for, you know, 18 hours a day and, and putting the game plans together. And it's easy to sit in a press box and say, hey, hey, they should run the ball. Come down and stand on the sideline with me and make decisions. You know, I should run it here. I should pass it here. Let's, let's, uh, let's throw a screen here. Let's, let's, let's get the quarterback out of the pocket right here. Oh, no, there's 15 seconds left on the clock. I mean, so, you know, until you're down there with me, on the sideline making in-game decisions, then, you know, I guess you can ask all you want. Thanks. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. Support for this show comes from Wix Studio. Designers and devs, you might be able to do your thing better on Wix Studio, a web platform with everything you need to deliver bespoke sites hyper-efficiently. Design teams get a ton of smart features that can take the grind out of web creation without it costing per-pixel control. Dev teams, you get a zero-setup, developer-first environment combined with an AI code assistant and your preferred IDE for rapid deployment. 
Search Wix Studio today to explore the full range of features. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.